Andy, I need your help. I've been been really cooped up in my house lately. No friends over. And I don't know. Just been wanting to play some Overwatch. Well, Dan, I think you should get out of your house, grab some friends, and come play Overwatch like a boss. Like a boss? Like a boss. Wait. Like a boss? Like a boss. 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 Like a boss? Like a boss. Like a... Wait, what does it say here? Like a boss? Like a boss. Oh, man. Like a boss, you mean? Like a boss. So, like like a boss, then. Just like a boss. Like a boss. Like a boss. Like a boost. Like a boss. Like a boss. Like a boss. Oh, okay. Like a boss. Like very much like a boss. Oh, see, I I thought that you were actually saying something else, but now that I hear you again, definitely like a boss. Like like a boss. Oh, okay. Like, like a boss. 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 Like a boss like like a boss like a boss oh okay contender esports springfield is the city's hottest esports gaming center with food great music and over 50 gaming stations for pc xbox ps4 and nintendo with all the latest games league of legends yep counter-strike of course fortnite I'm going to act like you didn't even ask that. Just like my boss. <laughs> Contender Esports is open seven days a week from 11 a.m. and easy to find next to St. George Donuts at National and Battlefield. Like a boss? No. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Dan Simber on record was in 1942, and it lasted 15 months until early March 1944, right here in Monthy, Springfield, Missouri. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you are listening to Spring Food, Mo America's number one podcast by Restaurant Springfield, Missouri. My name is Andy Carr. And my name is Dan Howell, and I'm not resting until we eat at every single restaurant here in Springfield, Missouri. But I'm about to be doing a little bit of resting, Andy. Uh-huh. Because this is the last episode we have to record in 2019. Yeah, that's right. I mean, two episodes ago, we talked about how it was the last episode of the decade. It wasn't. No, no not <laughs> even wasn't. close. This is. <laughs> yeah, we have done so much podcasting this month, Dan. So much. This is our fourth one in the last seven days. And we did like three in the two weeks or four in the two weeks prior to that. Sure. I'm tired, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm just tired in general, but yeah, uh, this is a rough time to be a teacher just generally trying to get everything wrapped up for the end of the year. Kids going nuts because Christmas is coming up and then we had two snow days and your boy lost his glasses yesterday, wow. Dan. So wow. I just spent the whole day looking for my glasses, wound up buying some new ones. Uh, bad. Didn't like spending that money. No, it's no good. <laughs> Still missing the glasses, even though I look for them for five hours straight. Hey, you know. That that's the life of a big big nerd. You know what we did find that we found some glasses in my in the cabinet <laughs> yes, of yeah. the uh, tower, and we poured an amber <laughs> liquid into them. 
What? Two fingers. Yeah. Uh, two full fingers. And you got big old fingers. <laughs> I got fat ones. Uh-huh. Um, I, as took, they say. I took your joke from you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Uh, you can chime in whenever you want. Okay, good. <laughs> if you have anything to say. We're not going to introduce you for a little bit, but. Okay, good. <laughs> doing uh, whatever I want to be right a now. woman of mystery. Ah, so I appreciate that. Sure. That's very, very nice. Yeah. I was just watching this banter and being like oh it's so cute <laughs> like, they're stealing jokes from each other <laughs> so you're probably like, where was this during dinner when these two very very low energy men were barely able to entertain me like do you want to do you want to like try the beans yeah, <laughs> thanks Andy I'd love to try the beans yeah I, I was truly conserving energy because I did not know how much I was going to have left for this I just got off work well, so did I'm, I. I'm just a little uh, I worked late Work exhausted. I get off at three thirty today, but I uh, had to stay and stay and get stuff ready because I'm tomorrow's the last day of school. Wow! And then I'm not going back to work for some somewhere between eight, ten weeks, something like that. That's wild. Yeah. <sighs> uh, don't get well, you having don't, a baby. Yes, that's right. <laughs> As a manner of speaking, something will be coming out of my body. Uh, <laughs> no, it's more like Zeus, right? Yeah, because yeah. something's out of the head. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh man. We don't need to get into that anymore and make everyone sad, but is that what they talk about whenever <laughs> online they're saying that somebody is living rent free in your head? <laughs> uh, exactly. I'm pretty sure that's exactly okay. it. Uh-huh. Just making sure. So our guest today is Jordan Gloyd. Hello. Hi, Jordan. Hi. Thanks for having me. It makes me so happy that you're talking directly into the microphone. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, you told me about eight times to do that. Uh, so Twice. That's not <laughs> excessive That or was anything. basically eight times. In the world of podcasting, that's eight times. Now the listeners know what makes Andy happy. (laughs) (laughs) Peanut butter and proper mic technique. (laughs) And the right glasses for the maker's mark. (laughs) Any glasses at all. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Dan brought the uh, these little containers I use for dipping. Yeah. Dan Dan was in charge of the the whiskey tonight. (laughs) <laughs> I thought they were for like making candles. They were a very nice oh, shape. Yes, yeah. They, yeah, they were they're really of candle size, basically. They're they're very small, but they're they're wide on the top, and they get narrower as you get down to the bottom. They're really great for dipping. They're really good. <laughs> they seem great. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure they would have anyway. sucked for drinking whiskey out of. <laughs> you can't see this, dear listener, but Andy was making like he was showing us with his hands how big there. the <laughs> different parts it. were. Yeah. <laughs> So, Jordan, tell us what you do and why you're interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's not pressure at all. So thanks for that. Uh, I'm a librarian. So I work at the Ozark branch of the Christian County Library. I manage that branch. I love it. I've been in libraries for 11 years now, which is a little bit disgusting because it means that I'm in my mid-30s, which is not that cool. It's better than mid-20s probably better than mid 40s but i'm still not wild about it anyway so library is a cool place to work no libraries are amazing if you have to work in a place work in a library Uh everybody else is an idiot and i'm very sorry (laughs) about that you chose the wrong career i sort of fell into it i lived on the square when the park central branch library opened and i was like wouldn't it be cool if i could just walk downstairs and be at work and it turned out that it was cool (laughs) and i was in grad school for something else and i quit because i loved libraries that's what i wanted to do i wanted to serve the public in that particular way so yeah i work with books all day and people all day and it's the best i mean we don't require money from anyone we are just what 
<laughs> Libraries be free, my whoa, friend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, man, that's why I never went in there. I thought you had to pay for those books. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean... You sort of do. Okay, you sort of do through I, your property taxes. I, Definitely kept a copy of Watership Down for about seven years that they made me pay for. Yeah. So, well. all right, well, that's on you, Dan. Come on, <laughs> that's on you. Uh, yeah, so libraries are absolutely the best. Everybody should go to one all the time. Why don't you live there? <laughs> I I know you pr- best probably in your capacity as uh, the person who runs Wild Bob's Musical Book Club. Yes, Wild and- Bob herself. <laughs> I do sign emails from the group to musicians wild bob sure which is my favorite thing i love i used to sign them wild bob's gang or wild bob's <laughs> committee and now i just sign them wild bob yeah, which is much up. much better sure uh so people come up to me all the time and they'll be like you did this and i'll be like i didn't write that email that's how we just all sign them wild bob now but yeah it's the best so wild bob's musical book club was started five years ago uh, five years plus, which is, again, another crazy passage uh-huh. of time. And every other month, we read a book, we get together at Lindbergh's, and we have a bunch of musicians write a song and perform it about that book. So our next one is on Valentine's Day. It's for Good Omens by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. We thought it was really fitting. Um, uh a devil and an angel who are sort of trying to save the world. They don't do a great job from the apocalypse and they love each other very much. So it's got that, it's very funny book. It's got that um, kind of like end of the world appeal, a big thing happening right now. I have no idea why. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so it should be a really fun show, but that's really how I mostly know of you, Andy and your song. And I know I've told you this before, but your song for wrinkle in time is maybe my favorite wild Bob Hmm. song ever. It is incredible. The YouTube count on it is pretty high. And that's a lot of that is me. uh, Some of my students found it. Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) It's a great song. I'm not going to say that I don't love it (laughs) because I do. They, They think I'm cool. Weirdly enough, I used to be in a band where all our songs were about books. Yeah, all two songs, right? I, there were four songs. Oh, yeah. and what were the what were the songs? What were the books? Uh, well, maybe I just fibbed a little bit. Not all of them were about books. One of them was about Circle K. Uh, one of them was about right. Lord of the Flies, and uh, one of them was about the film White Squall. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, yeah. But we named ourselves Weekend Book Club. At, uh, Such a good. I name. think with the intentions of uh, writing more songs about books. Um, I simply didn't want to read any of the books, <laughs> but that thankfully is, I was just the drummer. So yeah, that's fine. In fact, a lot of the books we do have movie or television adaptations, so that sure. works out very Perfect. well. And I will sometimes wink at the audience and be like, there's a really good Amazon Prime TV <laughs> show about this if you find that you have six hours, but not to read. <laughs> I was trying to find your song, but I couldn't find it, Dan. Oh, <laughs> that's probably for the best. I love Wild Bob's. I don't go as often as I should. And it's mostly because I spend most of my time doing this show or working on this. Yeah, it's a good and, reason. Uh, but uh, I need to do it again. I need to do it again. It's so fun. It is. It's really fun. It's such a supportive environment. And including at the last show, one of our musicians brought this cake that she had made. And on the top, it said, Wild Bob's Musical Book Club. And it was a very tall cake. And around the, si- the sides, she had done a little image for every book 
we'd done that year. It was extraordinary. The cake was delicious. So you show up to hear music, but then you also get cake. And of course, the food and the drinks at Lindbergh's are really great. It's just an all around kick experience. (laughs) You know, I'm pretty excited for next year. And I like the direction you guys are taking with a. Angela's Ashes, Sophie's <laughs> Choice. I mean, that's my yeah. kind of music. Uh, so, so to be, uh, prepare yourselves for some uh, crippling sadness. We my had somebody. Kind of sadness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why have sadness? You can live of, and work through. Just yes. Incapacitates <laughs> you. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, tomorrow I'm totally changing the subject right now. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah, it's going in a dark place. We are recording this the night before. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker comes out. Wow. And I am uh, pretty excited for this mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I got some predictions. I mean, these are going to be like three weeks outdated. Yeah. By the time these come <laughs> yeah, out. Everybody will know that they're either wrong or right by now. I think, uh, I think Ray's parents are porgs. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Mm. It would explain why she's so cute. That's <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, I got another one. I think, I think Kylo Ren... It's gonna marry a porg. <laughs> do you, now, do you think Kylo Ren is any relation to Rilo Kylie? <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. Why just, not? Just I mean, sure. He, 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 it's she's related. He's related to Jenny Lewis, yeah. right? Okay. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was good when I said it. It was good. I tried to make a connection. <laughs> I got another. I got another prediction. Okay. I don't know. No, jeez. <laughs> I'm just looking at you. You know it's gonna be bad. Dan's like, oh, just get it over with. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that um, Finn and Poe are porks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so are they gonna like? All makes sense to me. Take off their human suits, and um, there will be a porg. Or it's a great question. Shape shifting. I want to know how this plays out logically. Uh, I think they, we just didn't notice they were porgs the whole time. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. I think it's been foreshadowed enough. Uh-huh. I can I can see this. Dan, it's been porg shadowed. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, what restaurant are we eating at this weekend? <laughs> yeah, please. I regret being here. <laughs> you chose the restaurant. I did Jordan. choose the restaurant. I it did is... not choose all the porg references. <laughs> Honestly, I just thought of that right now. <laughs> I don't know why we did it or why I did it. It's not a we situation. Very much just me. All right, we, we're going to talk about Antoyo's Tacos y Mas. Ooh. Let's learn a little bit about it. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I'm so sorry about this. Is this not why you were here? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Turn the music up. Turn me down. Wait, no, I keep the music high at first and lower it to like 15 decibels right before I start talking. <laughs> This time it's for the money. <laughs> Contender Esports, stand up. The first thing you need to know about Antoyo's Tacos Imas is that it is not a Mexican restaurant, as many locals might assume. Owner Hugo Aparicio hails from San Miguel, El Salvador, and describes the food he serves as a mix of Salvadoran, Honduran, and Guatemalan cooking styles, a sort of Central Latin American fusion. 
Antoyo's does serve some traditional Mexican dishes like tacos, burritos, and enchiladas, but what sets the place apart is the Central American items like platanos fritos, deep-fried plantain chips served with eggs and beans, and pupusas, thick ground masa pancakes, big fat fatties if you will, <laughs> stuffed with meat and cheese. And if you get a pupusa at Antoyo's, wait, I mean when you get a pupusa at Antoyo's, because you definitely should, It'll be served with a sauce made from a top-secret Aparicio family recipe, as well as a side of Cortito, a Salvadoran side dish of lightly fermented and seasoned veggies. One bite, and it's like you're in El Salvador. I'm guessing. I've, I've never been. And also, as I'm recording this, I haven't been to Antoyo's yet either. <sighs> what more can I say to you? No, seriously, it's... It's hard to stretch these out when there's not much information available about the restaurants. Hugo opened Antoyo's Tacos Imas in March of 2018. He had spent years working in restaurants before striking out on his own, except he wasn't really on his own. Antoyo's is a true family restaurant. Hugo's mother runs the kitchen, while his wife, Sela, manages all front of house business. But, you know, I did notice something. None of these people is named Antonio Aparizio. Sounds like we've got a bit of a mystery on our hands. <laughs> Using my keen skills of deduction, I have deduced that there is no Antonio. I detected, using Google, that in Spanish, the word Antonio means craving. That's a pretty clever naming convention, and the name seems to fit, too. Despite only having been open just under a couple years, Antoyo's Tacos Imas has developed a loyal following of West Side Springfieldians. But now, let's see if it's worth the drive for a couple of the East Side's most dangerous danger boys. Danger! And also Jordan. There you go. Wow. <laughs> what a bio. It feels like it's Dan Simber all over again. <laughs> it, it was a snow day. I was having some fun. Sure. Clearly. <laughs> so, Antoyo's now, Tacos y Mas. Whenever I searched this in my uh, Apple Maps, because I, I knew the region where it was, mm -hmm. but I had literally, like, my eyes just always glazed right past this place. I think it's in a strip mall, so they yeah. would. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, we've been to Golden I, Korean, which is literally, like, just a few yeah. doors down. I did a whole piece on the history of that strip mall <laughs> in, the, in another oh. episode, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, I, I, I typed it into my uh, map app, and uh, it responded back to me, uh, getting direction to... Antijo's tacos, why mass? <laughs> <laughs> All right, doesn't flow quite as well no. that way. Antoyos. Now, uh, I heard somebody say, call it Antoyos, and I was in there, but I'm insisting on like the high school Spanish pronunciation. Ah, uh, Antoyos. Yeah, go for it. But I don't know. You I don't know, know what's right or not. Than I have no the idea. people who run it. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't. I certainly I truly don't. don't know. So. <laughs> Uh, well, let's get into it. I think none of us had been there before. Actually, that isn't true. I did go right after they'd opened, but they were out of a lot of stuff, and I don't even remember what I wound up having. I just remember being disappointed that I couldn't try sure. the barbacoa. So I had been. I lied in the bio. I'm, I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what made you pick it? Well, my friend Steve loves pupusas, like loves them, uh -huh. will walk, you know, 
well, actually, probably not that far, but he'll walk some <laughs> small distance to get a pupusa, and he has mentioned it before. He's got a pupusa passion. Yes, a pupusa passion. Let's <laughs> make sure. Yes. Um, I'm going to get him a t-shirt that says that now, and he's going to be very confused, and possibly also... I don't oh, know. Boy. <laughs> I don't know. People have weird things. Anyway... So looking at the list that Andy sent me of here are all the restaurants, there were a lot that jumped out at me, but I really wanted to try something that I had never had before, but also something that I thought would not suck. Uh-huh. Sure. And I had Steve's recommendation, and I think this has something like a 4.8 Highly on rated. Google reviews, so it seemed like a good pick. Yeah. Here's kind of something I've been thinking about, Andy. Do you think... We're going to get so far into this show that we're only left with restaurants that suck. Because now that we let all of our guests pick the restaurant and we seemingly have a guest every single week, I I, I feel like we're going to get all the good restaurants taken Well, up. <laughs> we have actively talked about that several times. And I just don't think, I don't think it's going to happen. I think. No, stick tuned. 2021 could be the year of uh, all the bad restaurants. <laughs> I don't think so. I look down that list, and there's like at least 100 more places I'm excited to go yeah. try. So there's a lot. But that leaves eh, 150 more yeah. <laughs> that I'm not as excited to go try. Uh, good question, Dan. Well, if you keep putting it off by going to good places, maybe those other places will close, the not-so-good places, and then you will never have to visit yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that's the hope, I guess. I'm that's Darwin. Really rooting R- for big whiskeys to go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Antoya. So you walk in there. You notice there's like pastel colors. Each wall is a different uh, shade. They got this. Where I sat, there was like this oversized beach towel. With a scene, it's probably not a beach towel, but it seemed like that kind of very mm-hmm. soft, flowy material. It's this this like scene of women frying pupusas, which is awesome. Nice. Would love to have something just like that in my own house for real. Like it's it's so cool. Um, they've got one of those small windows into the kitchen with like a metal spinner for the tickets. Uh, I they love got, those. The menu is handwritten on a chalkboard, and it's important to look up there because there's stuff that is on the handwritten menu that is not on the menu, the plastic menu that they hand you. Um, Sella was my server. Uh, she was also taking care of her little baby when I went. I went on that snow Aww. day on Monday, and it was like 11. I spent the whole morning at the doctor's office. <laughs> went to four different waiting rooms. <laughs> don't get sick, people. Just don't do it. <laughs> it's not fun. And I was like real ready to have a real tasty lunch, and I, I got to say I was not let down. And I also, I mean, I'm on the record. Love, ba- love babies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really love them. <laughs> uh, the baby was cooing and laughing just sitting there in his uh, – crib not a crib uh, carry, <laughs> a little carrying case <laughs> the carrying, the carrying case. case for the baby yeah, yeah. The baby andy's been playing some death stranding <laughs> <laughs> so he was in his carrying case and just just making cute little baby sounds and it was nice it was really nice and she'd pick him up and bring the food and come by and it was very sweet the, so five stars there was a baby <laughs> at our at our visit tonight as yeah, well that's Al, that's that's albeit an unborn one oh, <laughs> that's right a pre-baby yeah we were sit, sitting there tonight we had some previous guests of the show yeah. walk in yeah it's pretty cool yeah it seemed planned it was not planned it no. seemed planned and i can't trust anything you say now <laughs> all five people <laughs> dining there on uh, this this lovely wednesday evening Actually, it's kind of cold. It's not that lovely. Yeah. No. Suddenly, because we're together having sure. a great time. All five people at Antelio's Takazimas had been on the podcast, yep. or certainly yeah. would be. Absolutely. Which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. What's up, Justine and Tim? <laughs> Good to see you. <laughs> uh, so let's get into what we ate. 
when I went by myself, um, I wanted to try the breakfast because it was they had a breakfast item on the menu, and I was there at like eleven thirty in the morning. And the breakfast is called Plantanos Fritos. I think that's what Justine was eating. It was whenever uh, Justine and she Tim got. Well, between them, what I got for my breakfast. Oh, wow. Because Tim got the... Uh, I'm, we're, we're food doxing. Justine and Tim. <laughs> Justine got the uh, uh, plantains and Tim got pupusas. And I ordered plantains with a single pupusa a la carte. Uh, gotta say, these Plantanos Fritos were awesome. Um, they had these real crispy edges, like almost sticky on the outside. I'm sure they're like pretty sugary, so you get that stickiness. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sprinkled with some kind of very... Uh, like grated very some kind of grated cheese on the top uh ins- the inside is sweet and gooey and really hot like you cut it open and the steam comes out from the inside even though it's not steaming whenever it arrives on the plate honestly tastes more like a sweet potato than a banana sure um it does have a little bit of a distinct flavor from a sweet potato but it tastes nothing like a banana um served with scrambled eggs and beans not the biggest fan of scrambled eggs but i gotta tell you mixed with those beans like those scrambled eggs a lot more sure <laughs> Pretty tasty. I really enjoyed having this for breakfast. Those beans are real thin. They're almost like a dip. Yeah, I wanted to suck them through a straw. Yeah. And I didn't mean that in a bad (laughs) way at all. Like, I really did want to just get a straw and it all Oh, this is the refried beans you're talking about. Mm -hmm. I had some black beans in mine. They were actual whole beans, but yeah. Well, the beans that were the beans that we got tonight that you are referring to, Jordan. Those were even like heartier than the ones I had in wow. the morning. Like those had a little bit more texture to them, and the ones that we had tonight barely had any texture. Yeah. So the, these ones I had were like a, almost a, like a thick soup, very thin bean, but more like a thick soup. Sure. The extra cooked green pepper, which I really enjoyed, also. Oh this yeah. Was, this was a tasty yeah, I'm dish. Into that. You know, it looks beautiful on the plate. You only get like eight or nine of the little chunks of plantain that are fried up, so you gotta you know be sparing about how you portion those out, but it's they're so good that it's tempting to just like gulp them all down in one, one big bite. Those are real tasty. Uh, you ordered pupusas. Why don't you tell us a bit about those? Oh, they were very good. They are, what, like uh, five inches in diameter maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that seems about so, yeah. right. Yeah, and there are three of them that you get, and they're filled with cheese and other things. Yeah. Something. It was very <laughs> tasty, whatever it was. Um, you can't really tell. So you cut into it. They're not super thick. They're like a, a thick, hearty pancake uh-huh. is what their consistency is like. And they are kind of greasy, but in that really great, delicious way, not a you know a gross, oily way. Man, they just feel like I wanted to be on a street somewhere shoving them into my face. I mean, a restaurant was fine, <laughs> but it wasn't the whole experience. I was then, wondering why you went out to the parking lot to, yeah. uh, to, uh, to <laughs> Excuse house me, gentlemen. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they were delish, and then the stuff on top, what is it called? Cotilla? Yeah, the, the slaw. Oh, the slaw. The slaw. Cortito. Yes. Cortito? Yeah, it's like pickled slaw. Yeah, like pickled slaw. It is so good. Mm -hmm. Like, eating those, you want to get some on your bite of pupusa, and just go to town, because it has, you know, like, it's like a warm, delicious, like, pillowy flavor, and then you have this sharp... Oh, it's 
perfect together and it crunches which is really nice i love contrast mm. between food so i was saying earlier i like to stick my chips in the dip whatever it is in the salsa or we got some queso and i like for one side to get super soggy and then have crunch on the other side i love that combination i love hot and cold foods together so anytime where i can jam some stuff together that seems opposed and then stick it in my mouth that's total heaven <laughs> yeah so, I mean, I don't want to breeze past your uh, your chip consuming <laughs> habits because uh, you explained it to us at the table. But yeah. and I was like, save it, save so it our listeners can get a further picture. I was not able to picture by what you had told us until right. you did it. You put your ta- your chip inside the salsa. Now you were you were dipping them in some queso, yeah, and, and then, then sticking it in the salsa in the bath. and leaving it there for like. Over five minutes. Oh yeah, you sometimes. gotta let it get very mm-hmm. soggy. It should like disintegrate. That is what, that takes so much prep. I've never Patience heard of too. anybody <laughs> doing it's that with so their chips. It's so good because then you get both flavors. It's it's everything at once. You know, there's some people who will eat one thing at a time on their plate. Not me. I like a perfect bite that has sure. a little bit oh, of yeah. everything. So that has a little bit of everything. You get it like the chip is so soaked in the cheese and the salsa that you don't even taste the chip anymore. And then you have the crunchy chip on the end. Oh. It's, mm. It was definitely Something. a pro move. Now, I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it anything else. I don't think it's uh, like weird or anything, but it's clearly the move of somebody who like knows what they're doing uh-huh. and has done it. Like Because oh, I would never it. even think to do that. Yeah, I don't know when I started doing it. Maybe my whole life. I came out of <laughs> the womb <laughs> dipping. I don't know. Um, I, 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 I don't want to make a reference to milk. It just seems really gross. But sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a delicious way to eat anything. You want a soggy thing and a crunchy thing together. Yeah. You, right. you were bold and said, we should get some queso. Yeah. Actually, you ran down yeah. a list of potential things we should get. We got that queso. We haven't tried a lot of queso for the show, at least really not for dipping, no. but this is pretty good. I yeah. thought it was tasty. It was hot cheese. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing super special about yeah. it as far yeah. as like spice heat level or anything. Just mm-hmm. a, a straight up queso somewhere in between your white and yellow. Yeah. Just kind of have yeah. an off white to it. And it did have the thing where, you know, you leave it sit and then the top like becomes a different, like thicker consistency. Oh, yeah. than everything that. below. Oh, yeah. Mm, so good. That's the good. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like a skin. I'm a big fan of the skin on things. I like to break through it. I like when the skin sort of comes off and clings to whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but like the flavor is concentrated and it's just sort of like gelatinous almost in your mouth. Big fan of that. I love it. You you should go host the show. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Dan, why don't you tell us what you got for dinner tonight? Well, I attempted to get the torta. I got to say, this place has a bit of a menu problem uh, Mm -hmm. because there were two things tonight that we tried ordering that are just not available anymore. It didn't seem like they were out of them this evening. She made it seem more like they do not serve those any longer and they're just written on a chalkboard. So easy to remove (laughs) from the board. (laughs) I think they may have just been out of bread. Sure. I'm fine with that. I, I was really excited to try the torta, though. I, I've been getting a more, lot more tortas lately. But I just went with the carnitas burrito. 
I, I mentioned while we were dining in, it's kind of an abbreviated menu yeah. for a Mexican restaurant. Like there are, there's more on the board than there is on their regular menu, but mm-hmm. their regular menu is just front and back. In the back of it, one whole section is defining what the entrees are on the front. Yeah. So it's really like compared to a Cesar's Old Mexico where the menu is... Oh, so big. like just it's too big anxiety yeah. inducing yes. yeah which i i like because i do get a lot of menu anxiety especially at mexican restaurants yeah. uh this carnitas burrito was a large white flour tortilla shell with rice lettuce tomatoes white onion what i'm assuming was cotilla cheese black beans and of course pork shredded pork uh-huh uh, pretty fine shred on this pork. Uh, the one I'm most familiar with is purple burrito and I'm, I'm going to abstain from like really comparing these two, like as far as taste, but they have kind of a longer shred to it, more akin to like a cube of like some roast, but mm-hmm. th- this, this was a nice fine shred. Um, gotta say one of the most flavorful carnitas i've ever had it was so i ate a bite of yours and could not believe how good it was it was terrific not the least bit dry either which is a problem you have with carnitas Mm -hmm. i'm fine with i love carnitas it's probably my favorite meat option at a mexican place but this was so moist and fatty like you could taste the fat in there and it almost tasted like a breakfast sausage like it was spiced to the point Spiced like a breakfast sausage. I don't even know how else to describe yeah. it. Oh, it also had uh, chunks of guacamole in there, which I didn't, or chunks of avocado in there. Excuse me, that I didn't notice until a little later into it. Man, I got to. I love this burrito. I, I love everything going on in there. I'm glad that they do the black beans in there instead of refried beans. I enjoy refried beans in a burrito, but that black beans a nice little switch up. And man. It was just really good. Fat burrito, too. Yeah, it was a big, big. boy. But and just looking at yours, it could have been confused for like a deep fried chimichanga. They had grilled yeah. that tortilla. It looked great. Yeah, you definitely had like some brown leoparding on the outside like, of the Oh, what a great burrito. term. Yeah. Leoparding? Is that the technical term? I for think that's what the happens? term for what happens to the underside of a pizza crust. Oh, yeah, yeah. Love or it. what you look for in the underside of a pizza crust. But well, uh, Yours came out first oh yeah and yeah. i looked at it and instantly knew i'd ordered wrong like i was like oh i'm definitely getting this next time and i hadn't even seen the inside or tasted anything in there yet it just looked awesome yeah and it was awesome it, uh if they do in fact still serve a torta i would love to try their torta like mm-hmm. i i love just a big fat sandwich and f- judging from the size of the burrito i'm i'm sure it's a huge sandwich yeah probably delicious I, I i really love this man uh yeah i liked everything i got too i'll start with the thing i like the least and it's not that i didn't like it but i got a uh barbacoa taco barbacoa is supposedly their specialty oh and i gotta say um it's barbacoa is typically kind of like a stewed meat this was a little bit drier than i sure. was expecting not to say mm-hmm. it was bad or anything and really i'm just not that the biggest fan of beef in any form in a taco unless it's like real juicy barbacoa and since this wasn't a juicy version of that it wasn't my favorite however i will say that it was topped with big chunks of onion um and there was also cilantro on there and those bites with those big chunks of onion Mm. underneath it was kind of a big uh, flour tortilla like bigger than you would get Mm -hmm. with a street taco normally and the chunk of the texture of the chunks of onion underneath or covered up by, I should say, the 
flour tortilla was wonderful. What a great texture. That sounds awesome. Really enjoyed it. You get that. It's like a two different kind. Well, it's a soft on top. You get that crunch underneath. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's really what it enjoyed said. it. Yeah. Um, so that wasn't like my favorite taste of the actual meat, but I loved the preparation of it. There's some cotilla sprinkled on there, too. Did you have anything served on a corn shell? I did. Okay. I got a shrimp taco also. And it looked nothing like I was expecting it to look. Part of it was all the shrimp have, uh, had obviously been like detailed or mm-hmm. however you want to say, but they'd also been chopped. Mm-hmm. So like these yeah. were very tiny little chunks. It was almost like uh, like if you would get a fish taco. You've, I've sometimes seen those chopped up into little bits, but then they were mixed in with, I think, some kind of uh, probably peppers and also onion, but they weren't as chopped up. And there was cilantro and cotilla sprinkled on, on top. This was a much smaller thinner corn tortilla and they just serve one i'm not a fan of the double tortilla layer i always take off because i want to have i want to have the 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 filling closer to my tongue dan yeah (laughs) you you say that all the time (laughs) this was a killer taco it was unlike anything i've tried for the show i mean it didn't even have that much of a seafoody taste it was like a fresh Mm -hmm. citrusy taste i did i did put the remainder of a little bit of a lime on top, but it wasn't like an overpoweringly limey flavor. It's like a very fresh, delicious flavor. Really loved this taco. I also tried something new. I don't think I've seen this on the menu anywhere else, but again... Now, you were trying to get something old, something new, something blue, and something borrowed. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> what was the blue thing? Uh, he ordered a Powerade. Oh, right. Yeah, I forgot about the huge Powerade at the table. <laughs> I ordered a baleada, which I'm just looking now. It's a traditional Honduran dish composed of flour tortilla, often quite thick, folded in half and filled with mashed fried red beans. That was a flour tortilla. A flour tortilla. It was pretty thick. I would describe it more like a quesadilla, but with beans instead of cheese. There are also slices of avocado in there, as well as like that. It may not be cotilla, but it's some kind of grated um, you know, Central American or Mexican style. I don't even cheese. know that it's necessarily grated. It seems like a crumble. Crumble, Ooh, yes. okay. crumble. Yeah, 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 yeah. That crumbles straight from the block. But, but all, no all I can think of is cotilla. It's just a very light flavor. It's not a strong flavor. It's not like a mm-hmm. pungent uh, stinky cheese at all. Um, it, it, it's what made me think it was yeah. cotilla. But uh, this was really great. I think it was the best thing I tried. Uh, it was a different flavor profile than anything I've had for the show, I think. So, I mean, it was buttery on the outside. Maybe not buttery. Whatever the oil they fried it in, it tasted very... It didn't taste oily. It just had a fatty taste on the sure. outside. and yeah. It was grilled and it was crispy. But on the inside, the beans were very soft. The avocado was very soft. The cheese added a nice layer of fat on the inside. It had this really great, similarly refreshing flavor, except that there was an added like fattiness. This was great. It was so good. It made me very happy to <laughs> try a new thing and be, you know, satisfied with it. It looked really good. I mm-hmm. want to try one of those the next time I'm there. Yeah. Let's talk about their salsa. They got a real thin salsa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a decent amount of flavor for as thin as it yeah, is. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the salsa. Um, it wasn't... Too, yeah, I don't like a salsa that's really thick. I do like a salsa that has big chunks of onion and big chunks of cilantro in it, and that is not the salsa. Yeah, it no. is pretty thin, but it's very sort of bright tasting. Mm-hmm. It's very nice, and it wasn't too spicy, if that's the thing you worry about. It's the thing I worry about, because I am a total baby <laughs> slash white person about spice. So we, We've got a white baby who uh, <laughs> comes on the show every once in a while and also does not like spice. Mm-hmm. So. I want to like it. I want to be cool like that, but I just... I just am not that person. I can't handle it. It hurts my little tongue. Hey. 
You ought to, you ought to meet up with him sometime. <laughs> Shout out Terrence Howard, the the baby. <laughs> She's heard one episode. <laughs> well, the white baby. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. White He's not described that way in the episode, but canonically white. Yes. <laughs> Just know that any character that comes on the show or person that comes on the show and has a voice vaguely similar to mine, while I'm not here. All white. Oh, white. not playing any different races. <laughs> Good to know. They're, they're not. They're all, yeah. <laughs> all right. One last thing. Be, uh, rice. <laughs> uh, the rice is pretty crispy and it's got a fair amount of seasoning to it. I like that the rice is so textured. Sometimes you get those soft rices that sure. are almost like mushy. This one mixed really well with those thin beans. I think they're meant to be taken uh together in tandem sure those words mean the same thing yeah yeah like quaaludes and maker's mark (laughs) Uh. (laughs) did you just imply that we took a bunch of quaaludes i did but it was an accident i've never seen one and i don't know exactly what they do please no one tell me also big thanks to sherry my friend and co-worker for this maker's mark this fine bottle of maker's mark it was a nice thoughtful gift Thank you, Sherry. So, <laughs> good rice. Man, really like this restaurant. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, I didn't come up with a rating system for this one, but uh, how about <laughs> baby places? Because <laughs> there's a baby in there. Yes. Maternity <laughs> wards. We know his name, too, because... They're up on the, I don't know if you saw, but on one of the other chalkboards, it said blank is the cutest baby. Oh, Oh, no, I didn't see that. I did see that, and I didn't know who they were referring to, but it's good to know to put a baby to the name. Mm -hmm. That's really Mm -hmm. nice. Man, he's cute. (laughs) (laughs) What a cute cute baby. What are you writing that baby? (laughs) Five out of five. Jordan? I didn't meet the baby. All right, Jordan's not giving the baby a five. I didn't meet him. I I guess I did meet him. (laughs) Wait, the the blank named baby? Yeah, the little baby was he was back there behind the behind the counter. Tonight. Oh, that kiddo was so cute. Four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan, your time. Oh, you I'll, already write that baby? I'll go right between. I'll, I'll four point five. All right. How many let's just stick with uh baby places. Avocados. I don't know. <laughs> I like baby, baby places. places. Yeah. How many baby places would you rate on Toyo's Tacos Moss, Dan? Man, I yeah, I was thrilled with it. I thought it was really good. I think my only complaint would be on the chips. Didn't didn't wasn't like blown away by the chips, yeah, but fine. there's not that many places in town that like really exceed or excel in, right. in their chip game. Uh, so I, th- I think I'm going to have to do 4.5. I, yeah. I just don't know. I don't know what would cause it to be pushed over to a five. Just maybe like some Pantheon level uh-huh. dish that I have. But I've I've really got no complaints yeah. beyond just the chips were a little hard. I think I you got to go back sometime and try those fried plantains. I definitely we I, might be talking. I was so thrilled that this place is even here. I'm such a purple uh-huh. burrito regular, and this is fairly close to it. Like I I could definitely see myself getting some takeout from here oh, yeah. on the regular. So and it was I, I'm expensive. Excited. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And plus, it's just you can clearly differentiate what region it's from. It's I mean, El Salvador and we Honduras. Ate with, we like, ate with three people and it was only $150. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. It was very affordable. Yeah. I feel Jordan? like you're just embezzling that extra money. <laughs> from whom? <laughs> I mean, from yeah, the that's school a good, system? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Jordan. How many, how many baby places would you rate well, on Toyo's? 
I would give it, I think I would still say, I would stick with a four for baby places too. Here's the other thing that bugged me, but not a lot. And I feel sort of like a, you know, a a middle-aged lady saying this, but they bring out, they brought out the dishes separately, Uh like one at a time. And there was lag between there. And for the three of us who are there to take pictures of the food and very carefully, you know, pick apart the nuances, that works fine. Very cool stuff to do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It (laughs) was really great to be sitting across from two dudes who were like, oh, here's the food. And they immediately pull out their cameras. And both of us did. Yeah. Yeah. So they got my least favorite part of recording this show. I hate it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I really like. I want all the food to come out at the same time. And I was thinking particularly if you're with your family and you have kiddos and it would just be nice if everything came out at once. Yeah. It's such a minor, minor nitpick, but I don't know. I'm just a contrarian sure. right now, I guess. What's your it's rating? Fine. Oh, four. four right. Four. You said it. Dropping a big four on them. I, yeah. I'll say that I kind of don't mind that. I feel like it adds a certain level of character. Like it just is a place where there's only a few people working yeah, and I like that. It's a, this is like the one of the most family family restaurants we've ever I you know been to. I didn't want to mention this, but I yeah. I didn't like that they stacked those pupusas on that baby's back and had them <laughs> crawling out to us. <laughs> Honestly, I think that was kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but you know I'll still get before four five. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go rock solid four. Also, what wow. a, what a good meal we had. What a good time. It really yeah. was. I, I'm I'm glad I know this place exists now. You know, I'll tell you, I am craving tacos and and more from there. Yes, so, yes. fitting name. Okay, let's move on to our very special guest interview segment. Wow. Last meal. Woo. Funny. Bitch. Jordan, if there's anything Mayor Ken McClure hates more than music, (laughs) it's books. I think it might actually be Cayman that he does not like books or reading. I think he's punished somebody before for this. But look, you traffic in both. Uh You combine them and he can't stand it. And, you know, he has softened a little bit in his old age. Mm-hmm. How old is he? He's gotten know. old recently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd say mid to late 80s. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. He's, yeah, canonically mid to late 80s. Over the hill. <laughs> I'm pretty far over the hill. I think. Two so, on the downside of that yeah. hill. <laughs> well, unfortunately for you, uh, Ken McCourse found out about your shenanigans mm-hmm. out at Lindbergh's mm-hmm. every other month while Bob's Musical Book Club and He's going to let it continue, but because he, he likes to appear to be a patron of the arts, sure. even if he despises the arts themselves. Yeah. He knows it's good for, for getting votes and all that. Just like us, we hate food. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, you're being sentenced to only eat unseasoned oatmeal from, from here on out. That's but right. you get one last meal. Almost imagine if you were on death row mm-hmm. and you got one Almost. last meal before your execution. Yes. But that is not what is happening. Just de- death You're to just, your taste buds. Uh-huh. Okay. You get in. Uh, you get f- four courses, we always say, even though we kind of drink as a course. Yeah. But drink, appetizer, entree, and dessert all have to be from locally owned Springfield restaurants. Tell us about your drink. My drink could be any number of things. I love cocktails. I love beer. I love wine. If it's boozy, I probably like to consume it. 
So I had to think about this one really carefully. But if it's the last thing I drink, I probably want something that I know I love. And that's kind of classic. So that when I tell people going forward, this was my last drink, they will be impressed with me and sure. think I'm fancy, uh-huh. which is really what I'm going for. Uh, so I would probably go to Cuenoteca and get a bottle of the Guggenheim Malbec. It's not an expensive Malbec, but it is tasty as all get out. Oh, man. What, now, where are you getting this from? What, what is this? Cuenoteca. It's on... Uh, Little wine bar and commercial street. Thank oh. you. Yeah. I was there two days ago and yet Wow. <laughs> right out of my brain. Ne- never heard of it. Wow. You're real plugged in, Dan. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's only it's been a, around for nah. eight years or something. <laughs> it's a cute place. There's often it seems like no one working there, which I like for a place. Um I once heard Kevin Cott do a set oh. there late at night. And the lights were down, and I was drinking wine, and it was one of the sexiest moments of my <laughs> life. Whoo, yes. Kevin Cott is an unbelievable songwriter and performer. It he's is really so upsetting good. that he's not super famous. It's crazy. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah, I haven't seen or heard him in a long time, but wow. Yeah, I go a, to see him every chance I get. He's such a good guitarist, too, but like a humbly oh, yeah. great, stealthily great guitarist. Anyway, you know who's good at all that stuff that I like? Me. <laughs> you play, when did you pick up you pick up guitar picked a few up <laughs> and put them right down we used to play drums you still play drums oh yeah for sure you do yeah the old drum set's set up at the house yeah how often do you play i do i try and get behind it once a week or so man i don't think i knew that sure hey well, are you looking for a band do you want to play in a band dan not particularly but I, i'm open to all suggestions okay man. i have a suggestion for you i this is a weird thing to be doing on a microphone, (laughs) I guess, but, uh, my friend, Jason, who I mentioned earlier, his band, the Nova heat sort of dissolved a couple years ago Mm. when Ryan Spilkin moved to New York. Anyway, they're getting it back together. My band. Yes. Great (laughs) dude. Uh, anyway, they're getting back together and you should be their drummer. Okay. We can move on to talking about food again. (laughs) What kind of music they play? Good stuff. Eh, I don't like it. Oh (laughs) boy. (laughs) One of those. All right. Uh, I guess it's time for your appetizer. Oh yeah, 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 appetizer. So this. I don't is... think we took enough time on the drink portion. Actually, <laughs> back up just a second. Well, I was gonna say I'm thinking about restarting my old band again, Dan, and I kind of I don't know if I'm gonna do it or not. Do but, it, uh, do it, do it. I don't think you you shouldn't see me anymore. <laughs> you shouldn't see me any more than you already do. Well, you know, I am already familiar with the song, it's so it, uh, you know, tenth anniversary of the first album next year. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Good album. Yeah. Appetizer. Oh, man. Passage of time. Okay. <laughs> appetizer. This is not billed as an appetizer, but at Flame or the Red Room, and I actually got this in the Red Room, they have bourbon baby portobellos Ooh. that are so good. They come in like, I'm not sure that it actually is this because in the Red Room, the lights are all down yeah. and it's red, you know, so it's not, you can't see everything very well, but um, it's like a little cast iron dish. They are so good. These mushrooms are so good. And I love mushrooms anyway, that I ate the mushrooms and then I literally licked out the nice. the dish. The sauce is so good. It makes me want to cry. Mm-hmm. And by cry, I mean just like lick a dish out in public <laughs> <laughs> and just slurp it all up. They are so good. And if it's, I would love that to be one of the last things I taste. Fantastic. All right. Uh, 
Entree. Entree. Uh, so I just listened. Well, I was try- I was thinking about this today, and I was listening to your Van Gogh's episode. Great episode. <laughs> sure, I don't have anything to compare it to, but it seemed great. I almost said all right, and then we I felt bad. We did that bad. like three weeks ago, and I had to ask Dan what we did on it. Like, yeah. I just never yeah. remember anything. <laughs> that's a Dan Simber classic. Yes, that's where I first heard of Dan Simber, and I was super confused. I still don't understand it. Again, please don't oh. explain it to me. Oh, no, that's we'll get, one we'll get to the drop later. All-time oh, okay. favorites. That's one with Jake. Now I remember. That's a great one. Yeah, you literally listed it as one of your favorites. one of my favorite ones. Yeah, Jake dropped by. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Van Gogh's. I was like, what were we talking about? <laughs> Sorry. Just we are, here. No, it's me. fine. Being I'm just really distractible. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you know that, that's good. <laughs> so listening to that episode, I was reminded of their beef hot spot. Mm. Have you had it? I, I actually did have that. Yes, I it was delicious. I love it. And again, like it's all about the gravy. I just love gravy. Yeah. It's a good gravy. It is a, yeah, it's a great gravy. Um, so, and the beef is always really good. And I'm not really a huge beef person at all. I'm not that interested in it. I hardly ever order it. I told my partner the other day that I've never ordered a steak and he was shocked. And I was like, it's because I don't like them in sure. my mouth. They're gross. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But this beef is terrific. It's, oh, it's so soft and it's just falling apart. And then it's on that bed of, I don't even know what that is. It's like potatoes and parsnips mm-hmm. or something. And it's all mashed up together. And it's, it's just so good. And then you have like a green salad on the side, mm-hmm. which you can take bites of to sort of cleanse your palate from all of like the delicious fat that's happening. Uh-huh. Oh man, it is terrific. And I always get it. I can never finish it. Then I warm it up the next day and it always makes me sort of ill. Mm-hmm. It's not a good warmed up dish. It's terrific, but just, you know, push through it and eat it all yeah, at once. It. Yeah. Yeah. Close it out. We are pro self-enabling. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I actually had the meatball strong oh, pot yeah. whenever oh. I went. But it is similarly similarly heavily gravied dish. Yes. Uh, and that yeah, I don't know the if the gravy. gravy is the same, but I, I really mm-hmm. got a kick out of it. Similarly so gravy. Similarly gravy. <laughs> it's all gravy, baby, you know. All right. And this is your dessert. This is the last thing yep. that tastes good that you're ever going to eat. I love sugar. Yeah. So much. And I love chocolate. And there are many, many choices. But I am actually going with a food that I always order for breakfast. Anybody who goes to breakfast with me anywhere knows that I always get something and a chocolate chip pancake. Nice. Yes. So I would get a chocolate chip pancake from Gailey's. Uh-huh. Um, I just drown that sucker in syrup. And oh my God, I love a chocolate chip pancake. I don't know where that came from. It was like I started eating them in my 20s. I don't think I had them as a kid a lot. They are so good. And I definitely want chocolate to be the last thing that I ever really Mm -hmm. taste. Also, we love when people cheat. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. When people pick an entree, as dessert. <laughs> I was trying to figure oh, out the great. logistics Perfect. of this. With uh, since we offer a drink for your last meal, does that also mean that Ken McClure doesn't allow you to drink anything? Um, and of course, Ooh. he does not. He makes you drink your. Uh, <laughs> Wow. Well, I was going to say well, uh, your unseasoned oatmeal through a straw, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Ken McCord makes you drink your <laughs> since well, he's not killing people anymore. Every single time just makes my night longer. <laughs> Keep it up. 
<laughs> well, you know, that's a really good one. That that's a, a real one. good last yeah. meal. Hey, a lot of variety. You got some protein. You got some veggies. You got a sweet dessert in there. That's mm-hmm. good. Man. Uh, Great job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have a page full of notes where I was just writing down different possibilities, sure. everything that I could think of. And I still feel like I could use some tweaking. But yeah. considering that what this is happening tomorrow, I guess I better mm-hmm. just stick with it. No, tonight. Oh, tonight. He's <laughs> <laughs> still yeah. full from the papooses. You He's on it. his way right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel a lot of pressure on Andy and I for the last meal segment, which we've said is going to be a part of our very last uh-huh. episode. But maybe like a, the last episodes or something. Yeah. Maybe like the last four episodes. We get asked. Every, like I think that's probably yeah. the most common question mm-hmm. we get is what would our last meal be and I have no clue everybody's we've had guests just come in here and rattle them off the dome without even like considering beforehand I, I just could not I, I know only one of them I won't reveal which one but I know one of them for sure and mm-hmm. that's it that's all I don't know the rest grease right. straight from the brat, <laughs> from, from the bat that's his drink <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah grad school <laughs> grease from the grease trap <laughs> no actually just any waffle house <laughs> sure technically it's local because if you just oh, take yeah. it out the back i don't know what that means <laughs> you take it out the back <laughs> oh four episodes seven days wow. okay well jordan um you said some real nice things earlier about a song that I did for Wild Bob's mm-hmm. Musical Book Club. It's a great song. Um, that was for uh, A Wrinkle in Time, and it was about, uh, you know, the, the main character is like very jealous of her younger brother. She has real insecurities about her younger brother. And um, look, my brother already knows that I've struggled with that a little bit. I'm pretty, pretty much over it now. But uh, I related really hard to that, and that is why I wrote that song. There's a pretty poignant lyric in the song that serves now as the Spring Food Mo theme uh, that mentions your I want to see the world like my brother has. Yes. Go to Ecuador someplace like that. Great great line. <laughs> great lyric, Andy. Let, allow me to commend you. Don't make it crying five times, Dan. Stop <laughs> saying nice things about me. <laughs> well, I made a i got the band together and did a new version <laughs> of that song Woo! and i'm gonna play it right now do it Open up on the truth poison, but someday you may find you. 
years old or something like four years old or something it's a great song <laughs> it is it, a great song it predates my nephews because that was when i was predicting the first one was going to be yes, a girl i heard that and i just left the lyric in there it's been around that long it's been performed once <laughs> and so this is the you know the, now like 300 people are gonna hear it <laughs> and like you know the, the 20 or 30 people that are at that well but probably more than that i don't remember that was a good show. We had a good was good, good yeah. turnout for that one. But anyway, thanks for putting it on. Thanks for continuing the tradition that oh, started man, long I ago. <laughs> I love it so much. And that song, I just love that song on a musical level, but also that's just, I love when musicians take the song and you really applied it to your life, but it also fits so well. Meg Murray yeah. is resentful of her little brother, but also super protective. And the way that you talk about your father's arms as vestiges of refuge like oh my gosh like that's exactly what they're doing in the book too so it works on all these levels yeah. but just as a song it's gorgeous thank you so much well kind of my the reason i don't always do wild bobs is because i can only do it if i have that kind of connection mm -hmm. and actually i tried it once without that and i was like this song sucks <laughs> <laughs> i i mean it was it was the song is fine i just like felt right. nothing playing it you know i've never personally been to wild bobs because uh it's some big big piece of garbage as, uh, <laughs> okay, good. Yes, but uh <laughs> before we ever started the podcast i specifically remember andy telling me about a song that he had written to perform at wild bobs i think mm -hmm. he was going through a tough time at the time and yeah. was putting a lot into this song for wild bob so it, it's it's definitely something yeah. that he it, that means a lot to him and uh it sounds it sounds like a real great time maybe i'll have to do that one sometime that one's about my nephews mm -hmm. inspired by where the wild things are oh um, yeah god I, I love that song too but you know i was just telling jordan off mic like i hate the guitar on that song <laughs> <laughs> so you know i gotta i gotta figure something out with that one anyway that's about all we've got today i think yeah i was just oh Usually they at least let us say that the show is ending <laughs> before uh, the knocks come. But uh, Jordan, hey, we get the on. door. Yeah, come on in. You don't have a gift. The door's open. I like making our guests get the door. Oh, Dan and Andy. Oh, okay. What are, uh, you doing? what are you doing here? Jordan, guard yourself, please. Uh, what, who we have here, of course, is Tacos oh, Bill, frequent guest is, on the show. My name is Tacos Bill. Um, I'm a frequent guest here on the show. I will warn you, Jordan. Uh -huh. He's um, he's a bit of a loose cannon. A little uh, feral. Just watch your moves you around him. Just look at me and listen to me. I'm a gentle man. Yeah. I wouldn't, um. I wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> You're <laughs> a gentle man. Might, like. might hurt a human. Yes. Wouldn't I, hurt a fly. <laughs> if I recall, you've hurt many a human, actually. If I recall, I hurt you and Andy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. What happened, huh? How'd y'all get back here? Now, the last time we heard from Tacos Bill was, um, I believe, Halloween of this year, uh, whenever 
he killed us, um, Andy and I, and uh, before we were brought back. Man, it was before Halloween. <laughs> yes, slightly before Halloween. Uh, we were brought back to life through a series of circumstances that I cannot even begin to remember now. <laughs> yeah, even though we only spent an entire week writing out a 30 minute script oh, can't yeah. remember anything definitely could not <laughs> I'm, that wasn't scripted it's a, a documentary we assembled the documentary <laughs> an audio documentary yeah um but of course taco bill did murder it's andy tacos. and i so i can understand tacos, tacos bill, bill. I, I i don't mean to make you angry it raises a question which is why andy leaves his door unlocked and just tells anybody to come in well we're up well, here in the tower technically it's it's not andy's house it's oh. public property you know right yeah. yes public property yeah 16th all, the, all floor. That you have to do is get to the 16th floor you know then, i've spent a lot of time here in the, on the uh-huh. off hours and i gotta say he's he's here a lot yeah <laughs> he spends a lot of time in front of the computer <laughs> Andy, do you have anything floor. to say about that? I've been pretty open about the fact that I spend a lot of time working on the show. What, you think I just do it from home? Oh, yeah. No, Dan. No, this way. is Well, your house is decrepit. The audio, <laughs> the audio quality is way better up here. Yes. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's the egg carton things on uh, the wall there. It's it's a yeah. real professional place. So, um, Tacos, Bill, why why are you here? Yeah, what brings you here, Tacos? Well, I, I heard people talking about tacos, and I figured, oh, that's pretty normal. And sure. then I heard... Somebody's singing about poison. Okay. And I said, this sounds like something I want a part of. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I guess that's more of a lead than what's brought you up here in the past. <laughs> Usually it's just speak of tacos. Huh. <laughs> or even even the team taco crew, I think, uh, got you up here j- just by their very presence. I like tacos okay yes yeah, yeah I, I can tell well dan and andy i i thought that y'all had died and uh i wrote a little song about it would you like to would you like to hear a song about your own deaths what did you expect to see whenever you came up here <laughs> yes yes tacos we'd love to hear that uh, song well, some uh, some other i just figured there's some other food podcast oh uh, yeah well, we do share the studio with yeah. uh, a couple other uh, Springfield Mo food podcasts just waiting to get off the ground. Uh, I heard, don't, don't you share with a, a voyeurism podcast? <laughs> Pretending to be people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. We share the studio with our arch nemesis over at uh, the Pretending to be po- People podcast. Pretending uh, to be people. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That one you really you had to literally spell that out for me uh, before before I got that. But uh, I was just acting under the assumption that Zach and the rest of the crew over there are total creeps. But well, uh, you actually had something there. When you and Andy died, Dan, the world changed. Oh, and I think it's about time that I played you the song so you could hear how. On the day that Dan and Andy died People cried but no one was surprised They threw parades for Dan Yes, more than one parade <laughs> Portman told his name into every month but May Dan Dan Brewery, Darn Shane, Dan he likes to then lie cause he did not lie then just because Dan was just such a cool guy 
Dan Timber, Dan Tober, and Dan Dan Timber. We all know what comes next, the month that makes us proud. And Dan Simber, Dan Tuckloss brings gifts of takeout. <laughs> oh, how we love Dan, so handsome and so kind. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone forgot that Andy existed. <laughs> Andy, who is that? I don't know who you mean. Perhaps he was that friend of Dan's who was not as funny. By the way, I killed him. Remember that was me. My name is Tacos Bill and Poison Tacos are my thing. Whoa, Tacos Bill. I'm I gotta say I'm flattered. I even I even did it in a different key and time signature this <laughs> yes, time. Yes, you did. <laughs> wow, I mean very off subject from what your other songs have been about, mostly about uh, his escapades as a uh, taco poisoning murderer. This one, I mean, it kind of started that way, but really, really drifted off into a, a different territory. A beautiful I, I, tribute song. Yeah, yeah, man, I, I dug that. I don't care one way or the other about you, Dan. I was just reporting the facts. Hey, well, you know, I, I just appreciate it. I didn't know that all that happened while I was uh, had passed like that. But uh, tacos. I also have a spider <laughs> named Wilma. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Um, <laughs> I, I love her. If I recall, after every other song we've heard you play, it's ended and yet you... Either poisoning Andy and I, or at least attempting to poison us. Uh, well, is there anything that we should be afraid of here? Oh, I have a confession. I didn't know y'all were up here, so I couldn't bring anything <laughs> oh, to kill you with. Okay. All right. I mean, y- you seem to well, have the skills to make a taco out of anything. Are you sure that you couldn't fashion something out of the recording equipment up here? To Do you, do you want to die, Dan? Listen, tacos, I'm just trying to be a good host. <laughs> <laughs> well... I think I'm going to have to go back on down to the catacombs where I've been residing. Because I just can't find anything here to kill you with. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> perhaps we'll see you again soon. Uh, nice to meet you, Jordan. I'm sure it'll be very soon. <laughs> it's going to be at least February. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure you've recorded all your episodes up through February. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you, you are uh, a fan of the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> See ya. And he's gone. All right. Whoa. Man, that was that was a bit of an atypical Tacos Bill appearance on the show. Yeah, it's almost like he forgot what his character does. <laughs> I gotta say, I I'm more than a little concerned that Tacos Bill is living in the tower here. Um I mean we last saw him previous to this underneath the tower. Yes. Or I think we, I think the ghost boys told us about that. Uh-huh. I'm so sorry, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jordan, where can people find more information about uh, wild bobs? And when did you say the date was for the next one? The next wild bobs musical book club show is Friday, February 14th. Doing Lolita. <laughs> Not doing Lolita. You sicko. <laughs> Doing good omens. Neil Gaiman, Terry Pratchett. You can find more about us. He just cannot stop laughing. You can find more about Wild Bobs on Facebook, or you can just email us at Wild Bobs Musical Book Club at gmail.com. Awesome. 
I'm going to do a song about <laughs> Luke Skywalker. <laughs> That's from know. one of your favorite books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Truce of Bakura. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's Deep Legends canon. Uh, yeah, we're Legends. doing Jurassic Park in June. So oh, if you want a summer blockbuster, there it is. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I really relate to wanting clones to exist. <laughs> that way I could have like I could have a band that's all me. Why? Just yeah. like that song that I played where I didn't <laughs> yeah. have to collaborate with anyone. <laughs> Cool, that doesn't make you sound like a sociopath yeah. at all. Uh, <laughs> don't ask my former bandmates about that. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, everyone, you for listening. can't ask them because they're dead. This episode is coming out on January 7th, mm. which means I am currently in the ICU. Wow. Which is insane to think about. Peekaboo. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Peekaboo. I, I see, see you. you. That's good, Dan. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hope Taco's Bill don't come in there and try to <laughs> feed me something. Into your, I don't know, some sort of IV. <laughs> taco like IV, Like a taco, yeah. like jam the taco into the uh-huh. IV. Just bits oh, of ground boy. beef. Parents are yeah. going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on, Jordan. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. You were a very good guest. Such a good guest. Aww. I would give you five out of five <laughs> baby places. <laughs> yeah. And I've been loving that in in, uh, in 2020, us rating the guests as they leave. Uh, that's, been, that's been my new favorite feature of Spring Food Mo. Uh, yeah. I'll also go ahead and drop a five on you. Yeah. Great guest. Ooh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> We will see everyone next week with an episode that we recorded, who knows, a long time ago. I don't know. <laughs> it could have been two weeks. It could have been two million years. It absolutely I don't know. could have been. <laughs> All right. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what? You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.